0: Hello, and welcome back to Self-Care Repair, a 25-minute-ish podcast on mental well-being for the mind. My name is Harris Turner, and I'm here for some insights into common self-care problems everyone experiences, and applying science to not only understand but how to use the info for improving our lives. Today, we'll be looking at burnout, and how it affects us, and how we can prevent it. For the most part work is an important cornerstone of adult life whenever we like it or not in fact some really enjoy it it's a driving force to constantly move up the ranks or do a thing that you are really passionate about that's great even if you aren't a fully grown adult um, if you're a young adult or a teenager you still do work from homework projects, side things, and much more. It's safe to say that our society, we value it. It's kind of a thing that we've been doing for years. Over time, we've become more and more focused on hard workers and being, you know, like, work hard, play hard, that kind of thing. A culture of workaholics that all need a little break in my personal opinion. However, without, we wouldn't get anywhere. And while sometimes it does seem a bit too much of to a burden, I think, for the most part, we wouldn't know what to do without it. We wouldn't be where we are today without doing hard work. There seems to be a dark side to work that seems to be increasing under our noses. It is what happens when you find yourself working more than you should. Burnout. We've all faced it at least once. whether that be that today, tomorrow, last week, or sometime in the future. Burnout is a challenge that's increasingly got more and more present within the world that doesn't know when to stop. So why does it happen and how can we counter the feeling of being bogged down in work? How can we reduce the amount of time that we spend uh, being burnt out and what's the best methods to avoid burning and crashing find out in this episode of self-care repair so what exactly causes burnout for many people it seems to be a huge problem The current theory, and the place that I'll go to today, is the theory that burnout is separated into five different levels. Each step has their own symptoms that can lead to a further step. The first step, which is, you know, honeymoon, situates when you first get a job or a class or a piece of work. It's not really a step, per se, because it's kind of the default. and it's so short of how it really is for the most situations. This, of course, happens when you're still trying to get used to your environment. And then workload may seem less and than it initially seems. It's observed that people tend to be more optimistic about starting something new. Um, and, you know, this optimism is the highest in this stage. However, it does tend to wear off more as people go further on. While there are stressors, they are predictable, and overall workflow is easy and smooth. The productivity, of course, is high without a doubt. With good strategies, one can hypothetically stay in this or the second stage indefinitely. However, when we don't, we drop to the next phases. The second phase is onset of stress, where the work begins to hike up, and problems begin to appear. This is when things like productivity tend to lower over time, as well as things like lack of focus and change of mood um, begin to set in. This happens when we get more and more overwhelmed with problems that we can't complete all at once. This can lead to more physical stressors like diet or high blood pressure. The third level is probably the closest we get to actual burnout, when the pressures are continuing things like apathy, exhaustion, and so on can be found with on this step as well as m- missing deadlines or targets, which worsens the amount of work that can be done and furthering burnout because we have to work more to get things the, those things done additionally, individuals that are in this phase are more frequently late, but also ironically withdraw from hobbies, family, friends, despite not focusing on work. It's a lot more, uh, I guess, escapism versus actual um, hobbies that you enjoy. A, it is a cycle that can lead to the eventual burnout, which is level four. The burnout level is when work becomes too much for one person, and one is no longer able to work at a steady or possible pace. One's habits or behaviors may change for the worse and there's an increase of self-doubt and social isolation. People who are burnt out tend to come off as pessimistic or obsess over problems that are small. A lot of times one may even neglect or increase uh, escapist activities and not the good healthy ones but way more on the side of procrastination or you know unhealthy levels of focus of these hobbies lastly there's level 5 which is habitual burnout this happens when you don't take control over a serious burnout and just continue to do the same thing again and again and repeating yourself those who are habitual burnout are at risk of things like depression and chronic a mental and physical fatigue. This is probably the hardest thing to achieve, and and should be avoided at all times. Remember, this stage is low, but it's never at zero. As we can see from the stages, a lot of influence can change our mental and physical well-being. Where we are, um, and where we are at these stages depend a lot on ourselves and others. These again, aren't definitive, and it's the best ways to identify yourself with burnout, because, you know, there's things like laziness that can overlap with burnout, but that's a whole different conversation. These are, are of course, guidelines, not full-on analysis, but simply an easier way to visualize and realize where you are and make choices from there. Burnout is a fairly recent term within our culture. So remedies and solutions are a lot less, let's just say, decisive compared to other well-known mental issues like depression or anxiety, which while do have flawed paths, they definitely have a better and more clearer path and treatments that that have worked in some shape or form. I think a For me, a good place to start would be to find what's burning you out. Maybe a better question to ask yourself is if you are burnt out in the first place. There's a lot of overlap with certain symptoms of other mental illnesses and other issues like being lazy. That A lot of burnout symptoms can vary from person to person. However, the main ones I have already stated before, you know, having a lot of fatigue and, um, you know, not feeling any interests at all. Those are fairly easy to spot um, from a hypothetical view, which makes up, you know, a major part of what makes us burnt out. Since that's out of the way, we can revisit the burning question. What burns you out? There's a lot of things that can, but finding your kryptonite, or the straw that breaks your back, can help dwindle down the options and things to avoid. Some things are unavoidable, but so long as you are making a list of things that really get to you, you know, it it can change your mindset. Being overwhelmed is the most common case of being burnt out. I personally think there are certain tasks that can push one over. Is it recent or has it been recorded a few times? What exactly is the work that you're doing? I put all these questions to, again, emphasize and highlight what directly is affecting us. That, you know, it leads to burnout and you know, finding out what goes on beyond the surface, so we know how to prepare for the next time that we feel like we are, you know, hitting that stage four. That you know, hit, being at stage three and and finding that balance and trying to come back to, you know, a stage one or stage two, versus. Uh, being at that, you know, stage four or stage five even. Burnout is very, very personal. So your reason is much more different from mine. It just varies on how we approach this issue based on how it makes us feel. So how can we simplify this complex and personal problem that we all face? Well, a way to do so would be to use a very universal ways of recovering and avoiding burnout. A few ways include pacing yourself, sleeping better, and even exercise. These are very tried and tested things that actually work. Um, All of these simple and easy ways uh, for us to either avoid or recover from burnout um, tend to work for everybody because you know everybody can, for, for the most part, can work out. Everybody can pace yourself everyone can set good sleeping schedules. And when you pace yourself and take breaks you tend to do much more work quicker and it prevents how much um, you can get burnt out. Uh, This way as well you can tackle multiple subjects within a short amount of time. Pacing though works by a case-by-case basis. However, since. Not all work can be paced with breaks, especially if you need to pump out something quickly or you're not allowed to take a break. You know, Certain work conditions don't allow that, unfortunately. Of course, they, there is exceptions, but my point still stands. For the most part, we need breaks within our days to make us less stressed. Another way to overcome being burnt out is to seek help from others. Family and friends can go a long way to help you with whatever problem you're going through. Um, Lack of connections and social interactions is one of the main reasons why people become more burnt out and phase through those um, different steps. They can even help you with the work you're um, doing, but they, now this, again, depends from case to case. Obviously, a drama student isn't gonna help you with advanced physics. However, seeking help with connections, for me, is a good way to cover or even avoid burnout altogether. Speaking of avoiding, um, how can we prevent burnout? Well, avoiding burnout is much more harder uh, without a concise plan. Different people, of course, work differently. So finding your plan that works for you is what matters. You can have a controlled routine, you can have... A more relaxed routine is just as long as you have a routine that you can follow directly. It's never about working harder, but it's about working smarter. If you can find ways to streamline and become a master at getting things done, for me that is really what we can do to prevent burnout. Be careful though, because be, being a smart worker can make you a target for more work, which can put you more on stress, all in all, there's no real solution to burnout, and it's up to you how you solve this thing. As long as you you acknowledge it, you have a plan, and you have something that's universal that you can do that can help you. While I've never really ended up being burnt out, or at least I don't think so, I have come especially close to being overwhelmed by work. It's unbelievable that I haven't burnt out yet. Obviously, I do not want to jinx myself, you know, knocking wood and everything, but I feel sort of lucky to not have. However, that doesn't take away my empathy for those who went through burnout themselves. After all, you don't need to be a chef to know how the food tastes. Getting back to the main point, I find myself working much more slower than I like to throughout my day. And to conversate, I work much later. As I've said before in my podcasts, I tend to lead to a lack of sleep to get things done. Sometimes, especially during the last year of my high school, I felt much so like a rush of many things. Many final assignments to test that I had to study for. And it was hard to try and create a plan do as much as possible in one day. And that seems to be kind of a thing that sometimes falls um, into my uh, university life. It's a thing that I've now noted and it's something I need to improve on and work on uh, when I'm moving on to next semester, next year, etc, etc, etc. One thing that really hit me in the first year was how much time you don't have um, that you think you do have. Deadlines sometimes just appear, and it's quite scary to try and make up for lost time. On the other hand, I found myself becoming more and more of a person who can't seem to stop working, even now I am you know writing a podcast and recording it and editing it and posting it. And it's something that I'm not even paid for, with such a high chance of nobody to listen to or care, it seems rather fruitless at times. I think, though, uh, through sheer luck and coincidence, I haven't been through burnout. But when it c- I've come close uh, enough to feel a connection to those who have been burnt out. I'm friends with a lot of people who have been burnt out, and I know how much it sucks. And I can still understand what it's like to be burnt out. And, you know, I've seen a lot of people go through burnout and the dangers of it um, that it can cause. For me, we need to focus on things uh, to live a life that we can appreciate. While you can't be successful, does it really matter if you're not happy? Conclusion When it comes to burnout, we tend to strafe away that we tend to face, especially when it comes to these subjects. Everyone really knows what burnout is, but we tend to dismiss it as nothing more than a part of who we are. And it, it's kind of become sort of an underlying problem that we shouldn't really face. We should be able to enjoy the work we do even if it's a job that we didn't exactly want. I know that some people are always trying to find that perfect job, but we'll never be happy if we live with that mindset. That's a pretty closed mindset. And I'm saying this because we work for the majority of our time alive, so why not make it enjoyable for us to do? I feel like we've become so focused on actually doing work and getting things done on time and whatever, we that we forget about our own mental being and being, you know, happy. And of course I'll talk about happiness in a, a later episode, but we are so obsessed with doing work in our day-to-day. I think it's, it's, it's kind of hard to shut off. I think it's become the norm and I think it's unhealthy a uh, way of thinking about our lives to, you know, be born, work, and then die. Because that's, for me, that just seems kind of obtrusive That seems kind of, like uh, as like I said, a closed mindset. And yes, it is important to get money. And yes, it is important to have some sort of achievements in our lives when we grow old. And, you know, our time is limited. But it's always nice to take a break every now and then. Work breaks and you know vacations from work exist for a reason. There's a reason why a hundred years ago workers fought for the rights to have these kind of breaks because it's important. As we need a break because our brains cannot handle it all of the time. There are some people who definitely can work all the time, but it just you know for the most for the majority of us we tend to struggle when we are not taking breaks. On this podcast, all of the time I try to dissect things like motivation and anger, and put them into a different light of what we presume to be true. I like to make you, the listener, think about things beyond their black and white views. And I go on my fair share about having balance. I talk about balance quite a lot. And I I tend to not actually really notice that. But with burnout, this is one of those exceptions that it can be black and white view. You can't balance burnout because it's not something that is a very balanceable thing because it is being burnt out is being so swamped in your work. Burnout is an effect and it's not just a thing that is more natural. You know, anger and motivation are something that's deeply rooted and can, you know, anger can happen at any time, but burnout is different in its own way. Burnout is an effect. It's something that happens. It's not a thing that is natural. It's something that when we push ourselves towards these paths of self-destruction, we end up being burnt out. There's no question that burn- burnout is deadly, but sometimes we can't help ourselves. I can't help myself. I end up doing much more work. I've come really close, um, like I've said before. You know, again, we can't help ourselves, I and mean, we do a bit more work than we should. Volunteering to do shifts, working over time, doing all-nighters, all of which creates extra pay or extra satisfaction or reaching that deadline for the most part but it can be attributed to this self-destruction. It can lead to so much burnout. It can be fine to do so. I'm not saying that you should stop working, especially if you enjoy the crunch, but there's a difference between work that you want to crunch versus work you have to crunch. Crunch can be good in a, in a way that I can't really express. You know, I'm not one of those people who actually like crunch. Um, As you can tell from my schedule, there's no definite answer to things like burnout because of how recent this phenomenon is. Like, we didn't have records of what burnout is until very recently. The best way to beat burnout or a bad crunch time is simply just pace yourself, it seems. In order to stop doing crunch, you pace yourself better, and you work smarter, not harder. That's just how I see it. In this day and age, it's harder and harder to do this and to switch off. And there's in the end, there's little we can do to slow down unless you are committed to being off the grid or being committed to doing social justice to the, you know, the system. And it's all just about pacing. It's less about balance this time around. I feel like things like burnout is one of the main reasons why I started a podcast like this. Because while I can give definitive answers to things like anger and motivation, I can give what I can from my experience of what I know is solid advice and pass on to you, the listener. um, And to my best abilities, of course. And I enjoy looking deeper into these subjects that aren't as black and white and expanding on that or trying to simplify that or whatever and it's as much as i can do to make sense of our ever changing world and in time maybe things will get better maybe but we'll just have to see Been. This has been... This has been... The 25-Minute Podcast... Self-Care repair With your host, Harris Turpin Where I cover self-care to best my abilities... Today we covered burnout... You know, crunch... And its many other effects... I hope I was able to inform you about the subject as best I could... I hope you have learned a bit from these podcasts... And if not, I hope you were in- entertained... Until...